0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ungaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and bring you what is new in the Japanese music industry. This is the week of Friday, February twenty-third. I am your host, Luna, and with me we have Gray.
1: What's happening, dudes?
0: Alright, alright, all right. In the great words of Matthew McConaughey, it is Dos Compadres for the time being. Unfortunately, Ken is unable to be with us at this time, but we do hope to have him back relatively soon. And with that, Gray, how are you? What have you been listening to this week?
1: I'm good. It's been a pretty busy, chaotic week. I'm looking forward to a week off. (laughs) But, uh, you know, just kind of been listening to a smattering of a couple of things, starting with one of the more recent things I've been listening to. and. It's going to sound stupid because it went off last month but the second opening to jutsu kaisen specials by king new i've been listening to it it's like when i originally heard it i wasn't really a huge fan of it but when i started watching the shibuya arc and started seeing that that opening for it every episode like i i started really digging that song and uh, that then yesterday I saw, but I never like went and added it to my library. And then yesterday I saw a, a Japanese airline, I think JAL. I think is the I could, could be wrong on that. It could be JAS, something like that. I think I think it's jal
0: JAL, no, it's JAL, it, it, Japan Airlines.
1: Okay, I was right the first time. I talked myself out of it. Uh, but yeah, JAL did like their interpretation of of the Jujutsu Kaisen opening. And they posted it on X, and I I loved it, like oh my gosh! And I suddenly was like, oh yeah, I still need to add specials to my, to my thing. That was literally yesterday, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes! Uh, but I man, that was uh, The more I hear it, just the more I like that song. If you you've not watched Jujutsu Kaisen season two, oh boy, it's a it's a ride, uh, to say the least uh been checking out rude alpha did a collaboration with sg last year called friends and i just happened to check it out uh this past week and it was really good it's definitely different i don't know much about sg uh but i uh, th- this was a really uh definitely if you like rude alpha if you like a, a nice hip-hop vibe uh you know th- this was a really good track because uh, sg's also a rapper and Rudolph was a rapper and it, it kind of wrapped together it's a pretty interesting little thing I, I liked that and uh it's been a busy week if you're if you're a exile tribe fan because back and forth is available on digital and so is sixteen Prey. and geez Louise man that's like just those two albums alone but that's not even all the exile tribe stuff that dropped I think luna i think you were telling me before the show jet set banger boys also had an album drop and it's just like she's louise man yeah
0: they had an album drop last month and it's number four on the album charts for the month which is amazing so congrats to exile tribe they've just to see all the success of the bands the groups lately i'm just really i'm really happy for them i'm happy to see them doing so well and just really hitting the fans
1: yeah, it, it's 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 great, and, and I'm wondering if that recent success has to do with like the room, the 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 kind of opening that's been left in the market due to what's going on with the uh, smile group and, and stuff. I'm I'm just curious. That's just, but that's a topic for another time. But I've also been listening to your girl uh, Luna Sincere. Uh, and her good girl <laughs> release, where she's not really a good girl. <laughs> That's uh, I that a. I have to That release it, is really, good really song. good. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. I, I really, I'm, I, I really don't want to know who crossed her though. I really don't. Like she wants very, very bad things to come to this person. <laughs> it's like she's Louise, man. Don't, don't cross sincere. She write, she'll write a sweet banger to it though. But yeah, yeah, if you have not checked out uh, Good Girl by Sincere, I, you you need to you need to do it right now cuz that that is fantastic. Just such a great track. Dice has finally released their A to Z single. I, they, they had a qu- relatively quiet year last year. So they didn't do much past March and uh, So I've I've been kind of wondering what they've been cooking up. And A to Z is pretty good. It's pretty solid. You know, I don't think you'd make a new Dice fan out of anybody. But a standing Dice fan would enjoy it a lot, like me. And I I really, really enjoyed it. And also, I have not been watching the anime, but I... Well, actually, no. I don't know why. I thought this was for a different anime. But I have been listening to the Ballistic Boys God Mode single which is pretty good. It's a pretty good song overall. I don't know why I thought it was for solo leveling, but it's for another, it's for a completely different anime, but God Mode's pretty good too. Uh, And still been listening to a little bit of LOL's Life Is album. So many albums have been dropping lately. It's a good time uh, if you're like an album lover uh, and stuff, because I mean, there's just a lot to to enjoy. Uh, That's about it. I can't, that's about All I've been listening to... Oh, also been enjoying 15 Minutes by Lily from Exile Drive. But other than that, nothing too crazy. Luna, what have you been listening to?
0: So the funny thing is, is I've been listening to actually two similar things to you. So I actually had specials on repeat. Was it last... The last... Early January, because I also was watching Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 and finish the whole things and I still been going back to it this month because I really do like specials especially after watching the whole season with it and it's it's just very catchy and and sticks with you and then also sincere good girl as soon as that single dropped I was on it and I love it like no she's the single's not about being a good girl but I will say the her vocals are fantastic and like I love this single. It is such a great chill song to listen to and I highly, highly recommend it. Um I also been listening to Lana dropped a new song, same day as sincere did actually, on the 14th Valentine's Day. Woohoo! So Lana's new uh, single 247 7 You, it's actually a really catchy love song. I like her vocals in this because a lot of the times you hear Lana do more of her rap side and this still of course has a R&B hip-hop vibe and there's a little auto-tuning which is off-putting but I like that you can mainly hear Lana's vocals a very chill song about you know being in a early relationship and really being obsessed with this person type of thing but I'm I'm honestly enjoying it quite a bit and I always look forward to what Lana does because her last single she released in December 99 I also enjoyed and 24 7 U takes on a softer vibe of her so I like that quite a bit also have been listening to the Gundam Seed Freedom soundtrack so most of you know that Gundam Seed Freedom has dropped and it is taken on the box office in Japan by storm it is now the biggest selling gundam movie that's been released so it actually beat out the original gundam movie so so far last i looked it made 17.5 million and it keeps making more so i'm sure by the time this comes out it'll have made more but to the soundtrack it is composed by toshihiko sahashi and i honestly like love it it I, I'm also a fan of the Gundam soundtracks in general, but some of the other works he's done was he did some of the Kamen Rider ones, he's done some Digimon, I mean, he's done a couple other, he's done a lot, there's a lot under his belt, uh, soundtrack-wise, for composing, and I'm just kind of going through. He also did some of the other Gundam Seed soundtracks, such as, like, the Symphonic one he did some ones for destiny so he's pretty much been involved with the gundam seed series since the beginning and i know i'm going to get a good soundtrack from him and it did not disappoint i already pre-ordered the vinyl and those of you know i don't collect vinyls as much my partner does but i don't collect them unless i have to have it And I listened to the Freedom soundtrack and like, I have to have this. I think everything blends well together. And even though I have yet to see the movie, I really feel everything that's going on from hearing the music. And I I love that, that it brings that to the table. So I have also with that, I've also went back to Adol. I just really felt like listening to Uta songs. And I I love New Genesis. I'm sorry. It is just a fantastic song. And then re-listening to this, you really hear Otto's range from poppy type of songs to something that goes to metal, like her screaming. And it's just good. And it fits it. And it shows she's so versatile. And that's why I'm like, I need to go back to this because I just really loved it. And not to mention, Adol also has a a new, well, I, I guess it's kind of like a best album. It's called Adol Ready for My Show Playlist. And it was released, you know, like, it's pretty much just like a first, like, big, I don't even know how to describe it, but it has all her big songs on it, like Useiwa, Odol, New Genesis, Back Like I'm Invincible. So it has. The one piece songs on it, it has some of her biggest hits, uh, but it's a great way if you have not heard Otto's music, I actually recommend check try starting from there because it'll give you a really good sense of her style and her versatility. And then also I have been listening to Jasmine. She also dropped a new single on Valentine's Day called Everything. It is a nice chill ballad and it takes me back to her early days in the industry. And I like that she's bringing it back, but also still keeping it relevant till today. And I highly recommend it. It's if you want a nice chill ballad, R&B style, everything by Jasmine is what you need. And then also Ayane, who y'all know, she was one of my top artists of the year for her song Karapol. And she's been already on a roll this year. Two new singles, Golmenne. And Lonely Girl, Lonely Girl just dropped in the fourteenth of this month. I think my only gripe with Lonely Girl is I don't like the auto tuning in it, but it fits with the style of song. I really love Gomene, which is more of a ballad style track, and I love Iani's vocal work in it. While Lonely Girl is more of a chill R and B type song, so I like both of them. And honestly, I'm really excited what she'll do this year because last year. She just had my heart with several of her songs. Not to mention her album Twenty Hashtag 20 Dropped as well. If you haven't checked her out, I highly recommend it. So, and then the other one, which is going to surprise everyone, is who is actually listening to Tomorrow Times Together. So, they do the opening song to Solo Leveling. And I'm not, I don't really listen to Tomorrow Times together. I've listened to a few of their songs. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they, you know, they have some good, they have some good vocals. So the song they do for solo leveling is called Level. And it actually is composed by Sawano Hido Yuki, who is also part of Neckvane. And Sawano Hideyuki also did the Attack on Titan soundtracks. He composed them. He is a very well-known composer. And honestly, their collaboration is amazing. It really captures the show. And it got me to look into Tomorrow Times Together after listening to it. Because I'm like, wow, I like their vocal work with it. I love the composition, which is no surprise. I love Sawano's works but it was a it was a nice treat and i honestly do recommend that one it was very good and then also crystal k she dropped a new digital single to celebrate her 25th anniversary and it's called that girl it was composed by dj taku takahashi of Flow, and i'm glad to see them back together collaborating again because they have a amazing history of collaboration So that girl gives you the remnants of early Crystal K. So you're talking at 2000's Crystal K. And, but it still gives it a new flavor mixed into today. I love it. I think it's cute. It's fun. It's fresh. It's great vocal work. And it's also a good way to celebrate her 25th anniversary in the industry. Also check out her Insta because all the videos she's been doing, the reels are freaking adorable. So May J did the little dance with her and you see all her, some of the famous dancers who, who she's been dancing with. And I just love that everyone's so into the song and having fun. So that's another big one that I just have absolutely fell head over heels for. And there is a new one that I actually just listened to yesterday that dropped and it is Yayoi Diamond's Sisterhood. I love it. It definitely is differed. If you're a Yayui Diamond fan, you'll like it. If you're not, I don't know if it's a good way for people to get into her. But it's bringing back the style of Yayui that I love. And it gives me that reggae vibe, that fun vibe. And I just love her independence. And I also like that in her style of work, it's all about sisterhood and forming those bonds with your... with with friends who become sisters and i'm glad she developed us uh, created a song like that because it is absolutely fantastic so and then the last one i'll bring up and then i'm done is Kodakumi also dropped a new single everyone dropped a new single this month so her new single silence is a ballad and it is absolutely freaking gorgeous Watch the music video, listen to the song. I highly, highly recommend it. You want a beautiful ballad. Silence is absolutely perfect. And not too long after she dropped that, she announced she is releasing a new album called Unicorn in April. And to say I am ecstatic is an understatement because I will be pre-ordering that Mumo exclusive edition. So I am super hyped for it and I think Silence is going to be a wonderful addition to that album along with the other tracks such as Room, which will be on there as well. All right, so it looks like we've been listening to a lot this week. Uh, Despite it being a busy week, always something to listen to. So with that, we're going to jump into the Oricon as it, I think it was a very interesting month.
1: Uh, it was definitely surprising. Uh, there's definitely a couple of surprising tracks in here, but overall, I felt like we had a pretty good quality month this month. Overall, there's a, I'm certain there's a little bit of debating to be had, especially in, in the middle. But I, I'll say I, I hit the the plus sign on six of the five of the ten songs that we're talking we're going to talk about, and I would have hit the plus sign on another if it was on apple music but it wasn't so Uh, c'est la vie
0: so it's definitely a month that we'll get some i i think there's a little something for everyone in here so we're gonna start with number 10 shikita by layla at number 10 and those of you who don't know who layla is they are of the love life franchise and specifically love life superstar so this is the lead group from that anime franchise. So, Gray, I'm going to start off with you. What did you think of Shakira by Layla?
1: Yeah, no, I thought this was a wonderful track. Uh, th- definitely catchy. It, it has, like, a good way of grabbing your attention, like, right out of the gate. And uh, I, I love it. I, I think it's a fun, catchy tune. Uh, really good. It made me kind of, you know, I didn't really watch the season that Layla was in. I think it's Ack so I could be wrong but
0: no uh, it's not it's superstar Uh, courses in sunshine
1: oh yeah i i haven't seen superstars but uh you know th- there's a lot of good music uh you know Layla's pretty consistent as far as like quality goes they usually put out some good stuff and i i felt like this is no exception to the rule i i think this is really good and uh it's a lot of fun uh and uh i think if you're a Layla fan uh you should be pleasantly surprise it kind of sucks i hate that it's only number 10 uh i feel like it could it should be a little higher than what it was but that's that's a personal opinion still it's fantastic was an easy plus sign for me uh and i've had a lot of fun with it
0: i'm glad you enjoyed it and yes there's actually more seasons than just there's there's more seasons than there's another one after superstar let's put it that way but I I do like Layla I think they're one of the strong I don't want to say strongest because I have a special place in my heart for muse which is from the first love live so they will probably always be my favorite however I always think I still hold a course and high regard from sunshine because their music has always always been top-notch and probably their number one music-wise and I mean Layla though I think Layla is fantastic too and it's really hard to rate the Love Live groups based off franchise just because they know how to produce good songs and and not, not just a good show and that's the thing they they have it down to a formula and to, in my opinion and Layla just They hit, I will say this isn't my favorite song by Layla, but I do like the vocals, the composition work. It's an attention grabber for sure. And I can easily see why Layla is still doing music and charting despite Superstar, I know not being one of the newest, newest ones, but they've been doing fantastic. And I want to say Superstar has a season two coming out or it came out recently, I'm a little bit behind in my Love life franchise because I've only seen a little bit of super. I've only gotten partway through Superstar season one and I still have to watch the, the other. There's another season I've missed too. But yeah, I liked it. I think this was a great track. I don't know if it should be higher or not, but I'm just glad to see Layla making the charts and being on here so we can talk about it. Yes, and and, this, uh, and Shakira, just to uh, be specific, this is part of the fifth Love Live for Layla. So, I just wanted to put that out there because that is of importance. With that, Sheila by Layla sold a total of 19,521 19, copies. All right, and with that, we go to number nine, which is Freedom by Nishikawa Takanori with T. Komuro. So I'm going to talk about this for a few minutes because to me, this is a big deal. I am a huge Gundam seed fan. Lacus Klein is my favorite character of all time. So freedom ties into the new Gundam seed movie and it is Gundam seed freedom. So this came out in Japan on January 26th. And this has been a big anticipated movie because it's been in a work for a long time so i want to say it's been a work for the it's like a 20th anniversary type of thing so the writer of this she actually has been writing this and then she got sick so after destiny ended this movie was supposed to be the conclusion and she was writing it but she got sick and hospitalized and unfortunate, and she's married to the director of this i'm just gonna state that now unfortunately she passed away before this was completed and so, I all the fans have been anticipating this for years. So, this comes 20 years after Destiny ended. And, I mean, the movie doesn't take place, but that's just our time. So, to me, like, seeing all the original artists who performed the things theme, theme songs for Gundam come back is a big deal. I mean, you got TM Revolution, a.k.a. Takenori Nishikawa. You have Seesaw. You have Tamaki Nami. You have all the original voice actors came back for this movie. I'm happy to see Freedom on here so we can talk about it. Because I've been watching the promos for this. I've been anticipating this. So I've heard the snippets of it. And I didn't hear the full track dropped until this release, which was on the 24th of January. And I will say, I the chorus is absolutely where it's at because it is very catchy and that's what you see in the trailer. So if you watch the trailers for Freedom or if you have been in Japan recently, you will just hear it over and over and over and it'll the song will get caught in your head, especially the ending part of the chorus where he says, Freedom! And it's one that I I personally like. But my only gripe is the beginning of the song and how it starts off. It is very abrasive. And if you were a new listener who is not familiar with the franchise, who has never watched Gundam seed, or you, you might like some of team revolution songs, but you might not be fully into them. This is probably not what you want to start with it, especially how it starts out for me. I personally liked it, but I have a huge connection with this, and I also understand how it was done the way it was due to the movie. But I I am very, like, hyped about this, and also, if you got the limited edition of the single, you got a special Gundam because they made one for Nishikawa for this movie, and you got that model kit. And that sold out. And I was super bummed because I wanted that model kit. So, but I just wanted to give some people a little bit of a background into the into the show and the movie. And Gray, I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Uh, have, are you familiar with the Gundam Seed franchise or any of the music? What did you think of Freedom?
1: Yeah, so I, I haven't been... Uh, I, as I'm a huge Gundam fan, but... Uh, Gundam Seed started airing on uh, Toonami back in back when I was in high school, and it was back after Toonami kind of moved to Saturday nights. And I really wanted to watch it, but we had one TV in the house at the time they got the channel, and Mom and Dad got to watch what they what they wanted to watch at that time. I wasn't watching no Gundam at the time, so I've only been able to watch like about the first six episodes of Gundam Seed and. I I really hate it because I really wanted to watch it so bad. I still do. It's still on my to do list. Uh, all this, all these years later, uh, and uh, I, I really want to see it. Uh, and there's a lot of really good music associated with Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny, uh, but at I don't know too much about freedom and going into it. So, I, but I had high hopes listening to this that. <clears throat> I would like because I know the music associated with it's really good and I, I, for me I, there, Takanori does s- songs that I do like like I've seen some of his work that I do like but and I will be honest I didn't know he uh, Takanori Nishikawa had his own Gundam but I would I would not mind owning that that sounds I wish I had my own Gundam that, that, that would be so cool but and I love the the aesthetics of Gundam Seed, but I don't want to get too in the weeds. But uh, for as far as like freedom goes, I was really hoping to like it when I listened to it, and I've listened to it a few times since uh, initially hearing it, and it, it's grown on me a little bit over time. But initially, I I, I found it a little off-putting. Uh, the opening is a little abrasive. And, and once you get past the opening a little bit, it does get better. And uh, the vocal work in it's really good. And, you know, it's just one of those songs where I, the more I listen to it, especially if I became a Gundam seed fan and wanted to, and, and really got into the, the show and the stuff, I think like, it's definitely a crowd pleasing tune for the audience. Uh, but as like, like an outside observer,'m uh, it's it's all right. It's growing on me the more I listen to it. but I was put off by it at first just because the the opening is like I said, I, I don't know a good way to put it. It's very abrasive, but I, I, I get I get the tone that they're going for, I think and and it makes sense why the song is the way that it is. So it's it's not really a criticism of the song itself but uh it's just like I said it just it was a little off putting to me but the more I listen to it the more I kind of can look past the beginning of it and look toward the rest of the song and and find a lot of enjoyment in it so the more I'm listening to it the more I'm enjoying it so uh, I, I I don't want to say I liked it because I, I think that's a little disingenuous, but uh, I'm glad it charted. I'm glad to see the success that Gundam Seed Freedom has had, and I'm glad the fans are finally getting closure uh, for this. And uh, as a OG Gundam fan, it, it's it's kind of nice to see you know see Destiny overtaking the original, uh, showing that that the the audience has expanded and the franchise has grown i think that's good and that's good for the the gundam uh brand as a whole so i'm really glad to see uh this resurgence uh in popularity and i'm very happy for uh everyone involved with gundam freedom
0: yeah i agree and i'm glad to see it doing so well not only at the box office but we get to see Nishikawa Takanori on here with T Komuro as well. So that is amazing. Glad to see how well it sold. So Freedom by Nishikawa Takanori with T Komuro, sold a total of 22,755 copies. And next we have number eight, we have Monopoly by Nogizaka46. And Gray, you being a resident idol person, i'm i want to hear your thoughts on this
1: yeah so i i liked monopoly i thought it was really good it's i i think it's one of those songs where if you like nogizaka 46 i think you'll find a lot to enjoy with this uh the melody is catchy uh the vocal performance is really good uh and I thought the whole because on Apple music they they do the special edition release. so you get seven tracks. Uh, and I, I, I gotta say I really enjoy all seven of the tracks. It, it was a good listen. And I think this is I, I, don't, I feel like I say this like every two or three times like Nogizaka 46 puts out something that this is their strongest release in a while. <laughs> and and i i i do think that i, I think you know de- definitely this is the strongest release in in a couple in a little while and you know as a fan of nogizako 46 you, you know i i don't know if you know they're going to reclaim the heights of you know the maishiraishi days and stuff like that but at this at the same time you know you know I like to see them around and relevant I this song did this was number one last month in December and it's clung on I can see why this is definitely uh, a good song I I think this because we're doing January it got clustered with a couple of songs that I don't think did it any favors but when it's standing out on its own I I can see it being really good and really memorable. Uh, but it, it got sandwiched with a couple other songs that well different they're they're all kind of doing the same thing and it's just it's it, because of that it, it does get a little lost in the shuffle you know and then years time as much as I enjoy Monopoly I I do think it's good am I gonna be talking about it in five six months probably not uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like after today I'll probably forget about it and then that'll be it so. While I enjoy Monopoly, I think it's a pretty good track and, like I said, one of the better releases in a while. It's definitely, I don't know if it has the staying power, at least to me, my personal taste, uh, to where it's like, you know, two, three, four months later, I'll be like, you know what I want to hear? Monopoly, and I'm going to go back and hear Monopoly again. Uh, It just doesn't quite stick with you that much. So, uh, overall, it's nice to see them back on the charts, especially at number eight. But, you know, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do with the next release. You know, ho- I, I keep hoping like the trend continues, but I, I don't I'm probably giving the pattern. I'd be surprised about like the next song. Usually like they'll drop one one song a year that I like and then that's about it so and that that might i think this is going to be my relationship with nokizaka 46 either going forward or for a while at the very least because i don't see any change in the system that would allow them to 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 improve if that makes any sense i think they're going to kind of stay the course and for better or worse that's what it is so uh you know they might get some new talent in there and really shake things up i'm hoping so they, they need it but uh right now i did like monopoly we'll see if i'm still listening to it in time uh but what are your thoughts on it luna
0: so i listened to it and then i forgot i listened to it and then i re-listened to it again so that really shows that it was forgettable because even though I re-listened to it again, I also kind of forgot about it again. I think this is the weakest of what we're going to talk about—the idle one, the idle tracks. It it just is very forgettable. I feel like it doesn't stand out, very run of the mill. And I also wanted to like it because I like the cover. And I do like how the songs started out composition-wise. But after the girls start singing, which nothing against them, they're good vocalists. But I feel like there's not a single one of them really stand out from the next. And I think that's my biggest issue. And they're also not doing anything like you said, Gray, to really change things up and and i think that's my other issue is i feel like uh in an industry that's oversaturated you have to do something something to stand out and i feel like monopoly just didn't stand out to me and i know i'm also not the target as the i'm idol wise i'm very picky on what i listen to even if i consider some of what i listen to idol But it, it was just there for me. It was okay. I, to me, there wasn't really too much special about it. I, I feel like they really do need to find their way right now with losing a lot of their, their big members. And yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't have too much to say on Monopoly. I'm glad you had more to say than I did. So, I mean, but if you're an Idol fan, you'll enjoy it. But with that, Monopoly sold a total. Monopoly by nogisaka forty six sold a total of twenty four thousand thirty two copies. And we're gonna jump up to number seven, which is Kimi wa nani wo Kokai suru no Ka by STU forty eight. And Gray, I know you're the idle person. However, would you mind if I hopped in and kind of talked uh, about the song for a second?
1: No, by, by all means, you go right ahead. I think you actually right. have more to say about this song than I do. So it'll, so, be, it'll be a good reverse.
0: So, out of the, the idol, I'm just going to say the four idol tracks in a row we listened to. So, Kimiwa o Kukai Suda no Ka stood out the most because of the composition. Soon as I heard it, my first thoughts were, was this an Ishinokana song? Isn't this Aitakute Aitakute? And I'm like, what the heck? It's just sped up. So then I look at the composer, which it's not the same composer as Kana-yan's song. Because I went back and I'm like, no, it was Jigoryo13, pretty much, who did hers. And so I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then I listened to it and I just kept thinking and singing Aitakte Aitakte to this. And I'm like, wow, this is just like a sped up version with a few off beats, you know, to throw it off. So it's not the same. I'm not saying it's the same thing. But it's so similar to the Kanayan song that I was really taken aback listening to it. And I will say, it made it stand out. And I think that was why this one, Kimiwa Kokai Sudo no Noka, stood out to me more than some of the others, was because of the composition was super familiar to me. Now, if you're not familiar with Nishino Kana, then yes, I you're, you're not going to pick it up. But if you're familiar with some of her songs, which... I mean she's a huge artist who's been around for quite some time but that's where I picked that up from I mean I think the vocal work is okay in the song I like the composition and it does somewhat fit what they were doing with it but it's still you know not something I'm gonna hit the plus sign on or something really to my caters to my taste but it was catchy and it caught my ear, which is what Monopoly did not do. But so I'm gonna give Kimiwanio Kukai Sudo no Ka props for catching my ear and actually pulling me out of my zone, being like, "Wow, what's this? This sounds super familiar. I know this composition. I know this song." And then I'm like, "Okay," and I do see where they changed it up, sped it up, you know, made made it their own. In that sense, and I'm not saying it's like a direct copy of Nishinokana by any means. It's a completely different composer. Cause the person who did Kimiwan Nanio Kokai no Ka was it was Masaharu Suruku composed it. So it was a completely different composer, but it did have a similar sound, especially that opening piano is really what hit me it was like, Oh, okay, and then when it speeds up from there, I still was in that mindset of thinking that. So I do think that was very interesting, but that was that was really to me what made me go, oh okay, this one stand out. Um great, but I'm curious in your opinion. What did you think of Kimiwa Nanio Kokai Sudanoka
1: Yeah, no, uh this is a really good and I remember so this song came out all the way back in November and I remember me and Ken talking about it. Uh, and I, I remember him being kind of nonplussed by it and, uh, you know, I, I, I liked, I liked it at the time. I, I like it now. Uh, it's one of those, it like the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Uh, but it's, you know, it's not it's like, kind of like what Luna said about Monopoly. It, it's very much in line with what, what everybody else is doing. It's, it doesn't stand out in a market that's overly saturated as is. And, you know, I didn't have the Nishinona Kana song that kind of drew me to it like you did, Luna. But I, I will say, like, I, I do like it. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the song. It, it's it's It hits the notes. It's got a good melody to it. I think it's very satisfying to listen to. But it's just, you know... Am I going to remember it in time? Maybe. I, I don't know. I would like to. Uh, I can't tell you how many of these STU 48 songs and, you know, HKT 48 songs, stuff like that. You know, I, I'll hit the plus sign for. I'm not listening to them. On no, uh, 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 you know, it's like, I think I'm going to go back and listen to them. And then when I'm out in my car or go out doing my thing, it's like, yeah, I'm not in the mood for that. So I don't listen to it. And, uh, cause you know, I want something that grabs me and this is not doing it for me. Uh, and it's like, I like this, I, you know, it's not that offensive. Like if it can't, if I was riding in the car down the road and it came on the radio, I wouldn't turn the channel. I might even turn it up a little bit so I can hear it better, but it's just, you know, is something I intentionally want to listen to? I, it's, I'm still on the fence on, I, I I do like it, but it's just, I really wish it, it's stand out more it's and uh, stu 48 i know ken talked about this last time i'll just kind of reiterate what he said you know you know the 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 whole thing with stu 48 was it was a idol group for a cruise liner well that cruise liner they have decommissioned the boat like there's no cruise liner for them to be on anymore so it's kind of like why are they still here especially when a lot like a lot of the songs that they do like you you could give literally to any of the other 48 groups and i don't think it changed anything but you know they're they're still around doing their thing and I'd, I'd like for them to come up with a gimmick maybe uh that suits them that that helps them stand out and that, let them be, you know not just another 48 group but and you know i like, like i like i like stu 48 I, I don't see these things uh tear them down it's like i just i like them i want to see them do better and i mean you know they're 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 doing great i mean you know they, they mean they probably don't need my eight cents but you know I, as a fan I, I want to see them sticking around because you know like i said as much as i enjoy this i mean it's not in song of the year continue because it came out last year anyways but even if it was i i, I don't think i would ever I don't even think I'd give it an honorable mention at the end of, of, the, of the end of the year podcast. And I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to have a laundry list of 48 songs that I'm struggling, struggling to recommend uh, you guys to listen to. So, uh, you know, it, it's I'm glad to see that they're here. Uh, and, you know, like I said, it's nice to see them back. But, you know, with STU48... I You know, I think the next release is going to be kind of similar to this. And I think they're just going to keep this thing going for a while. And I just, you know, we'll just see how things shake out, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's, it, like I said, it's not a bad song. So I, that's about all I got. Uh, and
0: so with that, Kimi won any old... Koukaisuru no Ka by STU48 sold a total of 29,614 copies. And going on up to number six, which is... Baketsu no... Baketsu Kabure by HKT48. And Gray, what did you think of uh, Basketo uh, basket Kabure?
1: Uh, yeah, so... You know, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite from what I literally just said because I hit the plus sign on this song. Of course,
0: you did.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, of course I did. I, I did. but I, I will say, as much as I hit the plus sign on this song, it suffers from all of the same problems I was just ranting about. So, 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 you know, you know, and to be fair, I, like as I was ranting about SCU 48, I was like, man, I really should hit the plus sign on this because. I do like it. I do like it. I, I like this. Uh, Bucket o Oh Kabure. It, it it's catchy. It's got this nice feeling to it. Uh, again, I I think because this is a clinger on too, and uh, it it stayed. So uh, it was number six in December. Uh, it de- I guess it debuted at six uh, on the monthly chart. So and it so. It's been six, two months in a row, so it has some staying power to it, but I th- I think where it got, where it just happened to fall, where you had Nogizaka 46, STU 48, and HKT 48, it's it's not doing them any favors, and I think if they release like, if, if you hear them in a vacuum, they do better, but they, they, they kind of got shuffled together this week, and the next one's an idle group too. That's <laughs> kind of doing the same thing, but it's way better, and we'll get to it. But yeah, uh, I do, I, I do like this. It's catchy. I, I I'm interested to see if I go back and listen to this more than what I have, because it it that the I don't know if I'm gonna be listening to it in a month or two. I really don't. I I hope so. That's why I hit the plus sign. I, you know, I want to be driving down the road and. You know, see it in in my list of recently ads, and like, yeah, that sounds like that would be fun to listen to, and I put it on. Uh, but we'll see if that happens. But uh, I I did, I liked it. You know, it's good, it's catchy, it it's got like just enough production in it that it's just, it got it's got hooks in me. So I, I did, I, I liked it. But I I, I will like I said, I think it does suffer a lot of what the other songs suffer from too. Uh, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And if you're a 48 fan, you don't need my, you don't need to hear my opinion on it because you're going to like it anyways, but yeah,
0: like me, you're going to think it's run of the mill and forgettable. And then you have to go back and listen to it multiple times because you forgot it. And then as soon as you start listening to it, oh yeah, that one. Yeah,
1: this is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm not saying I don't like HKT48 or any of the 46s or 48s. I do own several singles, but I'm very specific. So I actually own Hayakuri Calendar by HKT48. Probably one of my favorite... It is my favorite single by them. But I felt like best uh, Beskitsil Kabude just suffers from the run of the mill. They really need to change it up. They need to do something different and i mean to me it wasn't really catchy it was more in the forgettable side but i think it's also with the oversaturation of idols is also starting to get to me that all of it unless you do something to really stand out there some are gonna sound the same or unless you have a super catchy hook that's also gonna like make you stand out something to remember you by remember your song by I mean I might remember the groups but there are certain songs that really do hit that hit now if you're an idol fan you are gonna like this it's gonna to you it's gonna be catchy it's gonna you're gonna enjoy it to someone who's not an idol fan I mean it could go either way if you're not if you're listening to this and not listening to a whole bunch of other ones in a row then yeah that might be a different story you might peak a little bit of an interest but for after you just do all these idols in a row and they all start blending together after a while and they're not doing something to stand out from the other that I feel like is where for me it really goes wrong where it's like okay did I just listen to something similar to this I mean I can tell the difference in a girl's vocals of course composition but I think it's just that style it just starts blending uh, I am I am happy to see that they're still on the charts. Good for them. And with that, Be- Bakitsu kabude sold a to- by HKT forty eight sold a total of thirty one thousand and one copy. And with that, we're going up to number five, and that is Sotsugyou Made by Bokuga Mitakata Aozora. And Honestly, Gray, when you said we were going to talk about it and how it's a little bit different. Yes, it is. Sotsugyo Made really did stand out. And especially from the rest of the ones we've listened to today. I honestly like that this one was slowed down. I like the harmonizations. I did not hit the plus sign because it's still not my style. And I can't see myself listening to it more than one more than like a few dozen few times but i like what they did because they really put together a song that stood out from the other idols that are out right now and that takes you back from what we're currently hearing
1: yeah yeah no this song really does stand above the rest uh you know they they and they they don't reinvent the wheel in this song at all but they they focus on the right stuff the harmonizations there the melodies there everything's there and it's just a step above everything else uh Boku ga mita kata uh just did an outstanding job with the uh, so so go made uh, and i I, th- I thought this was fantastic this is Probably the best idol song that you know, we're, as far as girl idol groups go, we're going to talk about today. And it's not a competition; it, it stands head and shoulders above the rest uh, because of the quality of vocal work and the the composition that's done in this. It it stands out and it grabs your attention, and it's really really good. I don't know too much about Bokuga. Uh, Mita Kata Alzora, but uh, this made me want to go listen to more of their music, and that's that's a successful re- single. That that's what you want. That that you want people to not only go, man, that was good. You want them to go, man, I want to hear more of this and more from this artist. And I think this was d- did the trick. I I think this was just so well done. Uh, And it's not just the title track, but I mean, because there's a couple of songs on it. There's five songs total. They're all really good. They're all really, really good, really well done. And I just had a delightful time listening to this. And I, like I said, I, I, I need to go and look up the group and check out more of their stuff because I, this was fantastic. And I think, you know, it's, and it's like I said, they're not reinventing the wheel or you know, like they're, they're doing something that's tried and true, but they're just like, they're just giving it that little extra bit of polish, a little bit of extra care and attention that it needs. And it makes it sound so much better. And it just makes me want to listen to more of their stuff. So uh, congratulations to them. I wish it debuted higher. I mean, five is still fantastic. Uh, but as much as I like the next four songs we're going to talk about, I, I, I think this could be above a couple of other ones that we're going to talk about. So uh, it was, it was fantastic. And if you haven't checked this one out yet, do yourself a favor, go listen to it. It's It's really good.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It was definitely something different. And I I do recommend everyone giving it a listen. Wasn't my thing, but I still, I think I, I'm glad to see a little change up. So with that, Sotsugyo Made by Bukuga Mitakata Aozora sold a total of 31,928 copies. And moving on to number four, we got Snowin' by DXT, and this is one i will say gray as soon as i saw this i'm like well we just talked about this last week a little bit i wonder if gray checked them out so i'm gonna let you uh, i'd like to hear your little bit on what you thought of Snowin.
1: yeah so is it DX Teen? i've been calling them dexteen but maybe it is just dxteen i however you say the group name it, it is Oh my God! So, so I, we we did we we kind of talked about them a little bit in the topic of last week's discussion, and I, I went and I checked them out. I've been listening to this ever since. I didn't even know it was uh, on the Oricon this month. So the fact that it popped in at number four was just divine grace. I guess it, it was fantastic. I I like this. Uh, they these guys are really good. Uh, they got great vocals, uh, great melody. Uh, it's just a nice. Dancy number, uh, snowing is, is a little bit more traditional track and you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it does the job. It does the job well, but you know, I, I really liked songs like calendar winter, wonderland or winterland and stars. Like, like those were just next level. So good. Uh, so good. And you know, they're, they're doing that thing that, you know, we, we talk about all the time. It's like, you know, they're, they're kind of like, they're 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 doing like that dancey thing sort of, but you know they're doing their own thing and it helps them stand out a little bit. I I and I I do, I I love these guys so good. Like I said, snowing. it's all right. I, I I think it's the in my humble opinion is probably the weakest track on on there. And I I love that song. It's really good. But you know, Calendar is so good. Oh man, Calendar Win, Winterland is really good too and i just really really have been digging this release overall uh and uh I, i'm i i told i told my co-hosts <laughs> i was like consider me a fan i i, I like them uh, they don't have a whole lot out i this is their this is they, they have a couple more releases but i think this is like their first big big release so uh, I am a fan. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what they do next. And I, I am excited because I- they got some real talent here. And uh, given time, I mean, you know, number four, out of the gate, that's really good. That's really, really good. Uh, but I-, 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 I think they have the the ability to hit one. I really do. Uh, it's-, it's just, you know the right song and the right composition uh, and stuff, I think we'll get them to one, but I, I do, I think they could make, I think they could come out at number one and just, you know, be amazing. So I, I'm, I love this. Uh, I think it's fantastic. And I, I'm not going to be the person that says, if you don't like boy groups, not to recommend, I'm going to recommend it. It's, it's an easier recommendation to me. Uh, it's really good. I'll, I'll let the people who are typically not into boy groups <laughs> determine if if you're not if it's if if you should check it out or not. But I I if you are if you like boy groups and you're not listening to DX Teen or DexTeen, you you, you got to fix that. The, these guys are fantastic, and uh it's it, this was really really good. This probably would be my pick of the week if there was one other track blew me away uh, in, in the best way possible. And I think that that one will be my pick of the week, but we'll get to it. Uh, still like easily easy runner up. I, I loved this. So good. So good. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, what do you think about Luna? I know boy groups are not your cup of tea. Did you enjoy it half as much as I did?
0: <laughs> I, I definitely didn't enjoy it as much as you, but I actually thought, they snowing was a solid single especially for the winter time i'm a sucker for winter tracks unfortunately the day i listened to this and actually this whole week it's been a 60 70 degrees here which is really odd today's the first day is below 40 and i i did like it if there was snow on the ground like last week we had a giant snowstorm last friday this would have been the perfect track to listen to then I think the, I think the De- uh, Dexteen, Dxteen have great vocals and I honestly do want to hear a little bit more from them. I still haven't made a good determination, but I can easily see why you like them and, and they're popular and why they, they sold what they did. They, they're a newer group. They definitely have talent and... I think it'll be very interesting to see. I don't know if this is a group I'm going to just go back and listen to all the time. But they definitely piqued my interest. And I thought it was a solid release. So it's... I'll be looking out for them. And hopefully we'll see them on the charts again so we can do a little bit more discussion. I'm also curious what Ken thinks, as I know sometimes me and me and him can either agree or we can go separate ways on our on our thoughts on music. But I am curious to hear what he would think of Dexteen and Snowen, mainly because it's we do get an oversaturation of boy groups sometimes and it's hard to stand out. So I'm curious how Dexteen is gonna fit into that model, and also see how they're gonna do with their upcoming releases. But if they keep doing songs like "Snowin," I have no doubts that they will do very well. All right, and with that, "Snowin" by Dxteen or Dexteen sold a total of thirty five thousand one hundred eleven copies. And moving on up to one of great another one of great uh, Grace's favorite groups, it is kiss plan by milk and gray being the resident milk lover what did you think of kiss plan uh,
1: yeah so this was fantastic uh, it was another easy plus sign for me i, I really liked it uh this has been really good it's it seems like two or three uh releases ago kiss kind of tried to reinvent themselves a bit uh and because you know it, when we cover them for music corner and i know this is several years about two or three years ago now uh you know ken's big criticism of the group was you know they they don't really mix it up a whole lot and then you know recently they started you know, doing a couple of ballads that were really good uh topaz was fantastic uh and this is uh their latest single kiss Plan, and uh it's it's kind of in that same vein of uh it's a bit more hip and modern uh as opposed to you know like what old old milk was so so to me like this kind of falls in like the the reinvention of milk and uh, they they've really kind of seems like they've been trying to like mature their their songs if I, I I'm trying to find the best phrasing for it so sorry if it if I miss it a little bit but they're, they're they're showing like they're growing older and they're, they're trying to do a little bit more of a mature song and, and even though a song like kiss plan doesn't sound mature uh like the music behind it, it it gets a little bit more adult feel to it if that makes any sense uh and it's it's got this really good dance number to it that i i really enjoyed and i I thought it was together came together really good and just really is part of that continuation uh, continuation of the new milk as i i I refer to it and i I, i'm very eager to see what these guys do next and i can't I, i can't wait i think you know milk's been on a string of really good releases as of late and or they've been really showing off what they can do, and the fact that they came in at number three is fantastic. It shows that 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 the hard work that they've been putting in is definitely paying off and i I'm really happy for these guys. I think they did an outstanding job kiss plan is wonderful, and uh, I can't wait to see what they do next
0: so i Milk is a group that I know I'm hit or miss on and I do agree Topaz was a fantastic ballad. I think I mean to me Kiss Plan was okay it just felt typical Milk and I agree with Ken's criticism is they don't always switch it up enough and I feel like their last couple singles have been on the lines of something similar to Kiss Plan and I think Milk is very talented they have great vocals and I know they can be versatile and switch things up. But I feel like with the last couple releases, it's been very similar and kind of just feels that that they 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 I think they need they're due to switch it up a little bit. Kiss plan is a very cute, upbeat track, very romancy. So it's a very befitting song. I think I can see why a lot of people really enjoy it. And that Gray, I can totally see why you greatly enjoyed Kiss plan as well. And. I, to me, it was okay. I like Snowen better than Kiss Plan. But I I would like to see more of Milk on here again. I'm glad they're on here. And we've got to see what they've done over all these years, especially after doing a music corner on them and see that they're still going strong is amazing. But I would like to see them start mixing it up a bit, bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean, with that, Kiss Plan did pretty well. You could tell the f- it was a fan pleaser. So Kiss Plan by Milk sold a total of 49,099 copies. And this is a big jump from three to two. When you see how big this jump is and when we get to one, it's also a significant jump. So Number two is Anth- uh, uh, Anthropos-, An- Anthropos by Johnny 8 and you want to talk about significant jump. It is a significant jump by over 100,000 copies. Almost, 120, uh, almost 120,000 copies. That really shows the jump and the, diff- the ga- gap between number two and three. And so I honestly think Anthropos is, is well-deserved. So I'm going to jump into this for a few minutes. But most of you know, I'm not super into 8. They're one of the Johnny's groups that I had trouble getting into. They're usually not for me, but occasionally there's a few songs that I end up loving. Like end up, they hit, they hit. And Anthropos was actually one of those that hit. And I loved it. I loved that they went out of their way and did something different. It was a style change. I was shocked it was Kanjani 8. I had to do a second look. I thought the vocals were great. I loved the composition because it concentrated more on a harder rock aesthetic than anything. And it shows that Kanjani 8, I I would like to hear more tracks like this. They can do rock-type tracks, and they can do it very well. And Grey, I... If I'm correct, I know you really loved this one. What did you think of Anthropos?
1: Yeah, no. Uh Anthropos was uh eye-opening uh in, in a lot of ways. And and I I really wish Ken was here cuz he he's a little bit more familiar with the history of Khan Johnny Eight. So I I don't know if they've done songs like this in the past. I'd be surprised if they had. But uh you, you know, to take a, a boy group and, and Turn them into a full-on rock band is an ingenious move. I don't know if this is a one-off. I don't know if they're reinventing themselves and becoming a rock band, but they they're actually playing the instruments that you hear in the song, and it's a rocks. It is a hard rock song. I I, t- I told Luna at the top of the podcast if by the imagery and like like the the cover. It looks like they're going for metal. Now, I don't. I don't think this would be metal. I think this is easily a rock no, song. No, this
0: is definitely not yeah. metal.
1: But, but they're they're going for that aesthetic though, at the very least, and uh it it works. It's really good. This song is so good. It's catchy. Uh, I mean, it sounds so good, and they all sing while they play their instruments, and you still get like that that boy group vocalization and harmonization along with a hard like a rock band and it it sounds so good uh this just blew my mind (laughs) like i I remember seeing the just like the thumbnail for anthropos like this this can't be kanjani a it can't be uh but i mean they absolutely nailed it and i i really wish this was an apple music Uh, i this was this would be a very easy plus sign for me this is easily the song of the week and this is a this is a week where or song of the month uh, this is a month where there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff that I liked but this is easily a cut above the rest and I, I think it's almost a shame it's number two I, I like this a, a bit more than I do number one and I do think number one's pretty good and we'll get to that but to see these guys you know pick up instruments, and just churn out this pretty epic rock song. I I'm floored. It, it, it's so good. And they like like I said, I don't know if this is a one-off, if this is a reinvention of the group as a whole. I I, I I'm not certain what where they're gonna go from here, but if if they turn into a full-blown rock band, you wouldn't hear me complain. I, I'd be all for it. So I'm very interested to see how they follow up Anthropos. Uh, Anthropos, though, is fantastic. Uh, If you haven't heard it, definitely check it out. If I was in Japan, I'd be buying the single. (laughs) I I wouldn't even, I'd be running to the store to buy the single. Like, this is fantastic. And uh, it, it is really, really good.
0: I'm in agreement there. I greatly enjoyed my time with Anthropos. And this, for me, was the song of the month as well. And out of the top 10, I'll say that because my personal taste, I'm not accounting for here. But out of the top 10, I think Anthropos stood out the most. I loved the vocal work. I loved the composition. I think it was very well thought out. It was different. It was something I was not expecting from this group. I do not know their history, but the years that I've seen them on the charts and that we've listened to them, I don't recall a song like this. And so it took me off guard and I like that. I like that they, they stepped out, did something different, changed it up from what they usually do. And that for me shows true artistry right there. And I honestly, this would be one, if I was there, I would pick this one up as well because I greatly enjoyed it. And I wish if it was streaming because I would have hit the plus sign on this if it was. But I mean, I would love to hear Ken's thoughts. So hopefully next time we have Ken on next time, Ken's able to join us, we can gather his thoughts on Anthropos. But with that, you can tell that everyone also loved this because Anthropos sold a total of uh, 169,906 copies. That is 119,000 more copies. Actually, pretty much 120,000 more copies than number three. If you think about that, that is insane. And I want to say good for Johnny 8 because they smashed it. So... Going up to that, number one, also not like there's a gap between one and two, not a bit as big of a gap as per se the per se number three. But we're talking about about a 30 plus 20, about a 50, 56,000 unit gap. So I want to make a little bit of a correction before we go on to number one is Kanjani 8 is actually on Apple, Apple Music. However, they are under not Johnny 8 they are under Super 8 in all English. So spelled out. And I do recommend going on there and checking out Anthropos. And also to that regard, it looks like most of their discography is also on Apple as well. So if you look up Super 8, you will find them. Hopefully we start seeing a lot more of the groups that were not streaming in the past start the trend of being added to Apple Music and worldwide. That way everyone's able to enjoy their music. All right. So with that, we're going to officially announce what number one is. So, number one is Heartbreak. It's double double A-side. So, it's Heartbreaker, Come On Over by Kiss My Futo. And this was actually pretty uh, solid double A-side single. I will say my heart lies with Heartbreaker more than Come On Over. But I think both were solid singles. They were both solid tracks. And I know Kiss My Foto can be hit or miss for me as well. But I like the energy. I like their vocal work. I like their rap. I thought both tracks slowed pretty well. I think Heartbreaker was a better track put together-wise. It had a catchier chorus. And I just felt a little more connection to that one versus Come On Over. Come On Over was a more, how do you say it, like geared more toward like international audiences so that's the vibe it gave me which is a good thing and i like that they're trying to do that but i really liked heartbreak heartbreaker a little uh, a lot more but gray i'd like to hear your thoughts on heartbreaker and come on over uh
1: yeah no i uh, uh so heartbreaker is awesome it's really good and uh definitely just a solid track overall uh, I think this is, I agree with you, Luna. This is easily probably uh, the better of the two. And in, in if it was released in a different time period, this probably would, would have been my song, my, my pick. But, because it is, it's really, really good. And the, you know, if you watch the music video, the choreography is just on point. Uh, the melody is really good. The vocals is really good. Uh, Kiss My Fudo is not skipped a beat. And, you know, I, I long for the day that they're available on Apple Music. Because, again, this would be an easy plus sign. Uh, as far as Come On Nova, I, I, I'm, it's a good song. I, I'm going to say that. I can't take that song seriously. It—it—it it, it is the funniest thing. I'm sorry. And, and it's not in, t- intended to be funny by any manner. Just, it, it cracks me up i'm i'm sorry because it's, it's just it's just it's a good song it's a good song it's it's got a really good melody and it's a fun dance number definitely a little bit more western uh but it still works and you know they do a good job with it but it's just, to me it's just like they're trying so hard and uh i just i don't know when they look over and like come on nova i'm like <laughs> i just can't oh it, it cracks me up it, i'm sorry so uh you know still overall uh congratulations to kiss my futa uh that was uh you know they had a really good month for january it's a great way to start off the year and i i think you know uh they're 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 great and i'm always excited to see what
0: they do next so uh congratulations to them Agreed. They they did very well with how much they've sold. And honestly, for a double A-side single, and it is a solid one at that. I mean, with both songs being very catchy and really pull you in. You can tell the fans loved it. So Heartbreaker slash Come On Over sold a total of 226,700 copies. So good for them and that's a pretty big gap and if we notice that I mean you know in some cases you'd think these singles would be a little bit higher for the month. So why don't we take a quick peek and see how the albums did for the month of January as well. So it looks like album sales were very well. So Stones released their new album The Vibes and that took number one with five hundred and thirty six thousand four hundred thirteen copies that is freaking amazing and if you look at number two the gap between it is insane number two only sold eighty nine thousand six hundred seventy five copies and that was equals joy was the group and just seeing that gap stones just annihilated and then, of course, we have Seventeen on there. No big surprise there. We got Jet Boy Bangers from Exile Tribes. I want to congratulate them at number four. That is amazing to come out there. And I know a lot of people were anticipating Photogenic by them. We got Treasure on there with Reboot. We got Ocha Norma, which we've talked about in the past. We got Ive. So yeah, we, I mean, there's a good chunk of K-pop on here, but I want to just congratulate like all the artists, especially Stones, for amazing job, and it's been a solid month, and honestly, the next couple months I'm looking forward to, because there's been so many great releases recently, that I am just ecstatic for. All right, so with that, we want to give a big thank you for everyone to listening to Our latest episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to check out our website at Ongakutoyou.com. O N G A K U T O Y O U.com. Also, be sure to follow us on X at Ongakutoyou. And be sure to like our Insta and Facebook pages as well. We want to say thank you to all of our affiliates, such as Kyoto Hunter. Kyoto Hunter is a Twitch streamer who specializes in retro games. You can follow Kyoto Hunter at twitch.tv slash Kyoto K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also follow Timber Taft, as they are not only a Twitch streamer, but a vocalist as well. You can follow them at twitch.tv slash T I M B E R T A F T. You can also follow my sister, Rosalie, where she has been streaming. Lots of Final Fantasy XIV, some Monster Hunter Rise, and might see some more other Final Fantasy games in the future as well. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And last but not least, you can check out Fangirl Has No Name, where she is not only just a Twitch streamer, but she also is a established author as well. You can follow her at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasno name, F A N G I R L H A S N O N A M E. And lastly, we have our usual host, Ken. You can follow him on X at O T Y Ken1, O T Y K E N 1, where he tweets about Ina Iba, Bang Dream, D for DJ, and many other fun things as well. And don't forget the podcast that Kyo Timber, Fangirl, and Ken do called Potasaurus, where they discuss the various video games released, along as what's going on in the video game industry. You can check out that podcast on all streaming services by looking up Kyoto Hunter. And, Gray, where can we find you?
1: You can find me at Ongaku Gray on X where i post about what i'm playing what i'm watching all that fun jazz so if you're interested in what i'm up to just follow me there
0: and you can follow me on several of the social medias such as x letterboxd my anime list anime planet kitsu as luna maria 87 where you can see what I'm watching what I'm listening to. And then you can follow me on Insta as nerdy collector Luna, you'll see my post about music, movies, and my fun, fantastic cats. And also, you might be seeing some new posts about adventures and just some fun things around my town. Uh, so you can follow me there. And with that, I want to give a big thank you to everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate your time today and hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And
1: this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, this week or this time. And we'll be right back here on the next one. Bye bye. <laughs>